Welcome to Membership Maker, the podcast about how to build a sustainable membership business. I'm your host, Ward Sandler, the co-founder of Memberspace. This podcast is brought to you by Memberspace, which turns any part of your existing website into members only with just a few clicks. It's available for WordPress, Squarespace, Wix, Duda, Webflow, Weebly, Notion, HubSpot, and custom HTML websites. Learn more at memberspace.com. Welcome, everyone. Today, I'll be talking to Dion Pralika. Dion is the co-founder of Soul Savvy, an exclusive membership community that helps its members to find other true sneakerheads, collectors, and enthusiasts, providing them with the right tools and resources to purchase the products they want for retail. Dion, welcome to the Membership Maker Podcast. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah. Soul Savvy is also a bootstrapped membership community. We bootstrapped our business as well, and we know that it requires a lot of hard work, trial and error, all that stuff. What's your advice for members out there trying to create a profitable membership without a lot of resources? Start slow and small and build up, right? Start with one feature, one thing that you can do well, attract an audience, and then you know, build up from there, scale up from there, reinvest, you know, the revenue you're making to make a better product and just don't feel like it's a race. You don't have to be clubhouse. You don't have to go from, um, to a billion dollar valuation in, in a year's time, right? Um, you can go slow and steady, especially as a bootstrapped company, just take the the path that's going to really reward you for the hard work. Right. And that just is, is iterating and, and being patient because if you don't have a bunch of money at disposal, you have to be thoughtful about what you do. Yeah. So in your case, and I think that's, that's good general advice uh, in your case though, what did you do in terms of your start small initial thing? Started with an Instagram account, just trying to build an audience first. And then once we felt like we had enough traction there, we pivoted to a, a paid subscription, which was literally a, a little WordPress website with a subscription plugin connected to PayPal. And we just focused on content. And then again, we built up from there technology, community, more content, podcast, we just added features and increased our value proposition with time um, as we learned from from that audience. So you start with Instagram account where you were, I assume, talking about sneakers and just posting interesting content that other sneakerheads would like, right? And then you pivoted to, all right, now we're going to have a member only or a paywalled uh, website with premium content. So again, at that point, there was no revenue coming in yet until you launched the subscription side of it. So what kind of content were you creating and how were you creating it? I would assume relatively cheaply. And, and what were you kind of charging when you were first starting there? Yeah. So we always had the intent of launching a subscription service. So even on the onset of it all, the idea was, okay, at some point when we launch this service properly, we will be charging for it um, because we feel to do quality content, there has to be a fee associated with that because I feel the old content model is broken through page views and, and all that good stuff. So really it was just, you know, the Instagram account was just starting off with posting interesting and original photography of sneakers, which was my collection, just so people could see there was a different differentiation in what was being posted through their feeds, for example. And then from a content perspective, it was really thinking about niche things that people wouldn't find elsewhere, right? So instead of writing for the masses, I was writing for 20 people who would see and go, oh shit, I can't believe someone wrote this and I'm very much enjoying it, right? And then because that builds a sense of, of loyalty and interest that someone else will appreciate. So if, if you start stacking 20, 40, 50 here, that's essentially where we got to the point when we launched in September, where we actually had 400 subscribers the first day, um, paying 30 bucks a month, 
went all in and supported us for it because we were building that loyal audience, you know, one article or one post at a time to show them that we can bring value outside of the norm, right? We weren't trying to just contribute more content and just overall storytelling within the space if it was the same as everyone else's. That's not going to stand out, right? So we really tried to find our, our niche and stick to that. And what did you charge for that initial when you like initially launched the subscription? Do you remember? 30 bucks a month. 30 bucks a month. And how, how did you come to that number? Dollar a day. We feel like for the amount of value that we bring to people's lives, um, sneakers is very unique. There's five, six releases a week. It's very busy. That's 30, 40 sneakers a month that will drop and people will buy four or five if they can, right? So as a working professional, someone who's busy, to come home and have all the content you need packaged for you so you can acquire that product and save you that time again for a buck a day not to make the coffee analogy but you know a couple cups of coffee a, a month will save you hours and hours of time that's excluding the fact that we can also save people money so we just felt it was a really good value proposition yeah and i'm not a sneakerhead, just to be clear but i'm aware uh, and i appreciate you know nice looking sneakers for sure and i also am aware that many of them are expensive like for sure over a hundred dollars uh so i have to laugh at you and just say none under a hundred i don't know anyone <laughs> who's buying sneakers under 150 bucks <laughs> right that's the table stakes yeah. under 50. so for a product like that where it's like yeah that, that's not cheap um that's that's many many cups of coffee charging 30 dollars a month i also think makes sense because you, the audience of people you're talking to these are people that have disposable income right by definition if you are a sneakerhead you have disposable income otherwise you can't be a sneakerhead <laughs> or you have some other way of making money yeah so i think that's also smart like some people might say "Ooh, 30 bucks that, that's a little pricey maybe that's too much maybe we should start simple like ten dollars a month did you ever even debate that in your head or were you always kind of like no let's let's start let's start with a, a decent price right off the bat our initial go-to-market plan was ten dollars and then after about two hours of thinking it through we're like oh my god the amount of work we have to do then coupled with the amount of customers we'd actually need to justify that work was going to put us at a disadvantage whereas coming out the gate and saying hey we're a premium product it's a premium service we understand the space we think the value is is fair pay it because ultimately it's you know a thousand customers is is thirty thousand dollars in mrr versus if you were doing that at ten dollars a customer it's just you're, you're fighting a battle to catch up now every space is different and and you know i had the questions asked well why would i pay three netflix worth of subscription for this i'm like well if you're passionate about this it absolutely makes sense to you but at the same time you know how many times a, a month do you watch netflix or how many hours in a given month do you watch netflix right it's an easy price and thing to forget about using maybe a couple times a month for the average person whereas you know what we were building was very focused on community and replacing people's needs for instagram and twitter and social media in general so that this was a platform you were tapping into every single day so you you have to be honest and realistic but not afraid to charge a little bit more because you really believe in the product and what you're doing and people will resonate with that. Have you considered charging more and increasing the price at some point? We have, but we're waiting for kind of the right time as a company where we add a substantial feature set to what we're doing, whether that's marketplace or just any new tools. We're not bootstrapped anymore, but we're coming out, out of that bootstrap mentality and that phase where we're not as polished as we'd like to be. So to you know, we could say, hey, maybe we do bring $50 of value per month, but it's, we're not there yet as a company, so we're not going to get ahead of ourselves. And I also think we're in a, in a sweet spot, right? So not looking to... Pricing is, a, is a definitely a difficult thing that you don't want to mess with if, you, if you're in a good place. 
Thanks for taking the time to talk with us, Dion. We really appreciate it. Would you like to share any resources or recommendations for folks trying to learn more about Soul Savvy? Yeah, I mean, uh, please check us out on soulsavvy.com with one V, S-A-V-Y.com. It's spelt wrong on purpose because when we did this, you couldn't get the two Vs in the domain name and why not, you know? So check us out, soulsavvy.com. Same thing on on social Instagram. And if you're a sneakerhead casual or or experienced, um, definitely give us a look. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. There's a direct link in the show notes. We really appreciate it. Learn more at memberspace.com.